Hello, Fabo Souls, and welcome back to another empowering episode of the Be Fabo podcast. I have a question to kickstart our conversation today. Have you ever had a vision or a dream that you believed in so deeply, but found that many others doubted that you could even make it happen? If that struck a chord with you, then today's episode number 88 here on the podcast is tailored just for you. I'm going to dive into the subject and believing in your vision, even when others doubt it, how to hold on to unwavering conviction and let it pave your path to success. Now, this topic is crucial for entrepreneurs, creatives, and leaders, and honestly, anyone who aspires to achieve something meaningful in life. So stay with me. I'll see you the other side of this, my friends. Welcome to my little corner of the podcast world. I am Bobby Brinkman, your host and guide on this transformational journey of business and personal growth. Known as a confidence and motivational instigator, I'm also a speaker, transformational leader, and a mindset coach. But more importantly, I'm here to empower you to transform your business and life with actionable strategies, inspiring stories, valuable resources, and connections. The BFAVO podcast is a space where creatives tune in to fuel their growth ignite their energy, tap into the power of their purpose and passion to build thriving businesses and lives while becoming the best version of themselves. Together, we'll dive into the mindset and motivation you need to achieve success on your own terms. Because my friends, if you're doing what you love, it should bring you profit, purpose, and joy. We'll also shed light on the essential topics like imposter syndrome, self-care, setting boundaries, and overcoming that negative self-talk. I'm here to cheer you on and remind you to be your biggest fan, to be your own hero, helping you overcome any obstacles in your entrepreneurial journey. Through engaging solo episodes and insightful conversations with inspiring guests who will bring their own stories, experiences, and expertise to the conversation. Together, we're going to cultivate a fabulous community of heart-centered, confident entrepreneurs and leaders that are ready to continue to make meaningful impact. So once again, I'm Bobby Brinkman, your host, here to support you every step of the way. With a steadfast commitment to empowerment, mindset, motivation, and momentum, we're going to pave the way for thriving businesses and lives that we generally deserve. Time to motivate, educate, and celebrate who you are and where you are here on the Beef Apple Podcast. So friends, grab your earbuds, hit that play button, and get ready to embrace what makes you Fabo and take action to build the business and life that you want and deserve. So grateful and appreciative of sharing space with me throughout this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. All right. Welcome back, friends. So now let's get into the soul of today's episode. Believing in your vision despite the doubt. I can't emphasize enough how crucial this topic is, not just for business owners and creatives, but really, as I mentioned earlier, for anyone that wants to lead a fulfilling and impactful life and really feel that their passion is their purpose and they can make an impact. There's a universal truth here. If you don't believe in yourself and your vision, who's going to do that? I ask any of my coaching students and anyone else that asks me to consult with them. The number one thing is if you don't believe it, how can you sell that to others? How can they hear your enthusiasm? How can they hear your, your excitement? How can they hear and see your passion? But it's not just about you believing. It's about what's holding you back and about holding on to that belief even when you're swimming against the tide of other people's doubts and opinions, and then you add the noise in there of your self-doubt and you start sabotaging yourself. We're going to talk about this today on this episode. The power of self-belief. Now, 
when we dig into this first cornerstone of today's discussion, the power of self-belief, you have to see yourself and believe in yourself because it is the root system like a sturdy oak tree, right? It's deep and it's big and it's thick. If what nourishes you, it's what nourishes that tree that keeps it grounded and allows it to withstand storms and years of everything hitting it. Trees falling down, kids kicking it, people engraving their names onto its bark, right? It has to withstand a lot of things, but it has that big root system. You think that sturdy oak tree ever thinks about that it's not a sturdy oak tree? Because we in the world look at it as a sign of strength. Now, similarly, your self-belief is the foundation that not only holds you up, but also will propel you forward. It's where you have to be rooted. It's what you need to hold on to when there's so much doubt. When you hit a path in your journey, when you hit a, a chapter in your life or a season in your life where things are just unraveling, you have to be like that oak tree and stand tall and know that you can weather that storm. This is especially true in this business world where you're constantly tested by market shifts, competition, heck, sometimes employees leaving and going and coming. And then as always, what you feel about yourself and what you're trying to build. Now, where does the self-belief come from? Two words, friends, mindset and confidence. Mindset is that lens through which you should be viewing the world. It's, it's how you need to see the world. Because if you have a growth mindset, you'll see challenges and opportunities that will improve you to grow and make you stronger. When you have that fixed mindset, you're more likely to see these obstacles as a reason that you can't do something. It's a reason to validate why others are saying you're never going to make it. That'll never work. When are you going to get a real job if you're a creative entrepreneur? Hand in the air if you've heard that before, right? A growth mindset cultivates resilience, which is a key ingredient to self-belief. Now, confidence is the self-assurance that you have the skills and capabilities to execute your vision, to make it come to life. Because when you're confident, you will make decisions more decisively, you're going to take calculated risk, and bounce back from failures more easily. Confidence, friends, fuels your self-belief because it validates to yourself that you're capable, and not in an egotistical way. When you first thought about opening a business and you wrote on a napkin, hey, this is the, my, what I'm going to name my company, or here's where I'd like to be in one or two years, you were confident that you can make that happen. You knew you had that drive that you wanted to start work on. I got to get you back to believing in that. So in essence, mindset and confidence are the two pillars that will bolster your self-belief. When you nourish these elements, you're essentially going to fortify your core, make it easier to stand tall and be unshakable no matter what comes your way, just like that oak tree. Mindset and confidence are what we talk a lot about here on the podcast, and I hope that those of you who've been along with me on this journey, it starts sinking in and you start seeing in yourself what I see in yourself, not what the doubters or the haters see in you. Let them do their own thing. Remember, their journey is not your journey. So today, we're gonna, I want to really empower you with the mindset shift and some strategies and actionable steps to make your vision your reality, no matter what that noise is around you. So if you've been doubting whether your dreams or goals are valid, or if you felt deterred by these naysayers. This episode is going to equip you with tools to stand strong and move forward with conviction. Because friends, I know 
you are here to make an impact. I know that you have the most valuable gifts to share and that your purpose and your passion is what is going to help you be successful. And not just in the financial sense of it, but in the personal sense of it, in the giving back sense of it, in the way that you'll be elevated to help others, the community, the industry, your family, yourself, because that's what being an entrepreneur is about. It's about knowing you have something that can make a difference. And whatever that something is for you, we need to keep pushing it forward because it deserves to be seen. Let's talk about handling doubt. As we segue into this important section, handling doubt, I want you to think of it as an essential way that you have to normalize this conversation, right? I need you to think, okay, I, I need to know we need to handle doubt. I know I need to work on my self-belief. I know I need to work on my confidence. So this segue is about what I need to do to listen to every single person's experiences about doubt. What are those people? What did they go through? normalize that it is part of growth. Even those that you see as incredibly successful, they had doubt. I'm talking about CEOs and industry leaders and artists who have all hit the big time, big rock stars, big influencers, you name it. They've all experienced doubt at some point. And friends, newsflash, they've experienced failure. But doubt is all part of our human experience, our life here on earth, our journeys, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working nine to five from somebody, doubt will come into play every day, every month, every year. Somebody will question you and the doubt will seek in. Somebody will say to you, are you sure? Doubt will sink in. The difference between those who succeed and those who don't lies in how they manage and overcome that doubt. So the age old question, how do we do it? How can we conquer doubt that can easily cloud our judgment and sometimes paralyze us from taking action? And, and I know in my coaching students, that's what I hear a lot. When I'm out speaking in small groups and doing round tables, this is what comes up. But how do I do it, Bobby? How do I, how do I overcome that self-doubt? It seems easy when you sit on stage and talk about it. It seems easy when you sit here and probe us with questions. So I'm going to give you some steps that I want you to work on. One, reframe that doubt. See doubt not as a roadblock, but as that sign that you're pushing your boundaries. Every single doubt is an invitation for you to reassess and strengthen your plans. Number two, number two, check with your inner dialogue. Pay attention to the language that you use when you talk to yourself. There's several episodes here on the Beef Apple Podcast where I talk about the stories we tell ourselves. And those are just lies. And those are just, they're not, they're not facts. We get stuck in a rut and we keep saying, oh my gosh, I must not, I must not be worthy of this. I must not be any good at this. I'm not making money. Therefore, I'm a failure. I need to find something else to do that's going to pay the bills. I need to find something else to do so that I can support my family. And you start doubting yourself. And then it might even be in your personal life. I'm not losing weight. I keep getting fatter. I'm not healthy. I can't even walk to the mailbox. You start having all that doubt come in. So I want you to check that inner dialogue. Use affirmations to reframe that negative talk and let those affirmations fuel your actions. And again, I'm not going moo on here, friends. This is, this is a way. Look in the mirror and say, hey, thanks for being here today. Thanks for showing up. Look in the mirror and say, thank you. Today's going to be a fabulous day. Thank you. How can I serve today? Thank you. How can I best serve today? What are we going to do today, self? Look yourself in the mirror and ask those questions. 
Stop looking in the mirror, brush your teeth going, wow, what's going to go wrong today? What, you know, what, what can I screw up today? Or what's the day going to bring? Reaffirm that and reframe it and say, hey, what's the day going to bring today? I'm ready for it. I'm confident that I can conquer what comes my way and I'm ready to make an impact. I'm ready to give it my best effort. Talk to that mirror like that is your future self. Start talking to yourself as the hero that you are. You have to be your own hero. Use visualization techniques. Close your eyes sometimes, friends, and just really, really, really try to imagine succeeding as your vision. And success, again, is by your definition. I'm always going to tell you, you define success. You define how fast, how far, and how quickly. Slow down, take a step back, take a breath, however you define success. But I really want you to start visualizing it. What does it look like to you? When you look in the mirror, if you don't want to close your eyes, when you look in the mirror, say, okay, future self, what do we want to work on today so that we meet? What do we want to work on today so that I can continue to become the best version of myself so I can meet you, right? Close your eyes and try that. Look in the mirror with your eyes open and try that. It not only uplifts your spirit, but it will actually help you rewire your brain to be more accepting to what the future reality is. Start telling yourself that you're going to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Say to yourself, how can I be 1% better today? This is where I want to start. Today, we're going to set out and accomplish this goal. Give yourself a timeline if you want to for the day. Hey, by noon, I'm going to accomplish this. But then promise me by 1.30, you're not beating yourself up because you didn't. Rewire and say, okay, got a few things tossed in front of my path, wasn't able to get there, but I'm accountable. I'm going to finish this. Number four, seek support for trusted communities from your neighbors and your friends and your colleagues. Whether it's a coach or a mentor or that supportive network that you have. Are you in a mastermind? Are you in a Facebook group? Who can you really reach out to and just say, hey, I need some validation that, that I, I'm not overthinking this, right? I, I'm just asking you to be honest. And sometimes, friends, when we're vulnerable and we get on the other side of that comfort, discomfort, that's when we start seeing progress. On the other side of what's hurting us and the pain and the doubt is where we start seeing growth when we start making movements, right? You're not asking for their approval. You're not asking for their denial. You're not even asking for them to really validate it, but it validates you to help quiet the inner thoughts. Think out loud with somebody and let them go. Okay, I hear you. I see you. But also you're doing this, this, and this. So I think you're on your path here. We are our own worst enemies and we are our own worst bosses. Like, really, we're going to fire ourselves? We would walk away sometimes for the way that we treat ourselves, right? We would walk away from a job if people sometimes talk to us the way we talk to ourselves. Let's change that. Five, take action despite the doubt. This is where your resiliency and of mindset and confidence and that attitude that you have will really come into play. Sometimes the best way to kill doubt is to act on it, even with a small step. And action can be very powerful, friends, an antidote to doubt. If you start questioning yourself or start seeing yourself going down the path of, of self-sabotage, stop. Take action to correct it. Remember, handling doubt isn't just completely about eliminating it. It's about learning how to do the dance with it. When you know how to handle the doubt, you're just better equipped to achieve your vision. But you also become that beacon for others struggling with their own doubt because you can share your story. We have to share more of our failures. We can't continue to stand on stages and to stand in these groups and say, oh, this is how I did it. I made seven or eight, nine figures. This is how I did it. We also need to share 
but it took me an extra year. I stumbled five times. I made a huge mistake by trusting this particular tool or technique, or I was guided to go on this path and it just didn't align with my values. We have to start sharing that we all aren't overnight successes, right? We have to start sharing that we are or guiding and we're taking our path and we're working towards getting to where we want to get to. We have to start telling each other that it might take time and you're going to get detoured, but that you're going to get back up, right? I want to remind you of two people. Remember J.K. Rowling's The Harry Potter series? Let's talk about this, one of the most famous authors that is out there of this time. I mean, we, we, we know how infamous she is, right? And remember the story? She was a single mother living on welfare when she convinced the idea of the Harry Potter series. She faced so many rejections and, and people were like, that's never going to work. And nobody believed in her vision of this magical world of Harry Potter. Now, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I don't know a lot about it, but I love to hear stories of the people behind things like this, right? And she did it, friends. She never stopped writing and never stopped believing that her stories were worth telling. Now, fast forward to today, Harry Potter franchise is worth billions and has impacted millions of lives globally. It all sprang from the depths of her unwavering belief in herself, right? And her vision. She knew she had something that would make an impact in the world. She knew that she had something that she needed to get out there, right? So how many can how many of you can relate to J.K. Rowling? And how many of you, I know many of you already know that story, but it is one of those stories that will motivate you to never give up and never give up, right? To keep working your vision, whatever it is. How about Sarah Blakely with Spanx, right? You know, many of you might know the story of Sarah and how she founded Spanx and she was selling fax machines door to door when she came up with this idea for her company. When she presented her idea of footless pantyhose to manufacturers, most of them did not take her seriously. She knew that she was working and selling these machines and she became uncomfortable and it just didn't work with her with the way that clothes that she was wearing, the pantyhose that she was wearing. It was, it was literally not comfortable for her. So she knew that she had to be solid and she knew that she had to keep trying and she was resolute with it. So she had $5,000 to her name and she took on an industry and revolutionized it. Today, she's a self-made billionaire, all because she refused to let other people dim her light and her vision. Now, both of these women faced out, both internally and externally, but their belief in their vision was so potent and the confidence that they had in themselves started drowning out those naysayers. Now, these are just two shining examples of the creative entrepreneurs who are striving to bring their unique visions to life and who thrived when they're doing so. So I want you to keep inspiring. I want you to keep inspiring yourself and remind yourself of the fabo that you have. And listeners, I know you're going to break barriers, right? I know you're going to do that. Lots of times when I'm, I'm hosting roundtables and we're talking about mindset and confidence, I get these questions come up. So I thought we share them here a little bit just so you can have them coming into your earbuds so that if you're thinking them, then you're going to see some of the answers that we talk about and we workshop through at some of these roundtable workshops that I do, right? So here's a couple of the questions. Is believing in my vision the same as being delusional or unrealistic? You'd be surprised how many times that comes up. And I simply answer, absolutely not, because believing in your vision is about holding a strong conviction about what you can achieve. 
It's grounded in the understanding of your capabilities and you being willing to work tirelessly to bring your dreams, your goals, your plans to fruition. Being delusional and realistic would imply a disconnect from reality, often ignoring the work and the dedication required to achieve a goal. Now, when I answer these questions, I'm coming to you from my personal take, not scientific, not medical, not, you know, therapeutical. I'm just letting you know, this is how I feel when a question is asked. So I don't believe you're disillusional or unrealistic because you believe in something so much that you'll do whatever it takes to get it done. Another question here is what if my vision, vision changes over time? Does it mean that I was wrong at the beginning and I, I should have went down this path before? Absolutely not, friends. Not all visions will involve, right? Not all visions are going to come and happen because as you grow and you evolve, then you're going to gather more information and you might just be shifting your vision. It doesn't mean that your initial belief or idea was wrong. It just means that you have worked it and researched it and fine-tuned it and you're adapting and refining your path, which is a sign of wisdom and growth. So don't worry if where you are right now and what you're working on changes as you dive deeper into it. Another question is, is it arrogant to think that my vision or idea is better than anyone else? Well, believing your vision doesn't make it better or worse than anyone else. It just means that it's yours and that it's your unique contribution to the industry, the community, and heck, even to the world. You don't have to compare yourself to others to validate it because we don't want them to compare what we're doing to theirs, right? We don't want those self-doubters to give us any reason, and we don't want to doubt someone else. We want to cheer and encourage and empower everyone that wants to move forward doing something entrepreneurial, right? Your unwavering belief is what will attract the right people to your cause and your business. So cheer others on. Don't worry about what they're doing. Worry about what you're doing and work and give all that energy to how you can continue to move forward and make an impact, right? Isn't relying on self-belief selfish when I should consider the opinions of my team or advisors? This question comes up with people that are often have a team of people or sometimes they have employees, right? And I believe the self-belief is a collective input that it's not mutually exclusive. A strong leader values the insights of their team, but also knows when to trust their own convictions. So your beliefs will set the tone for your team and anyone that you're working with and can often inspire, inspire them to believe in the vision even more strongly. And when they know that they can help make an impact on that vision and are actively be part of that vision, man, friends, you talk about a win-win. Now, a little bit about, as I've been diving into believing in our visions, I think it's important that I share a snippet from my own you know, journey. You see, back in the 80s and 90s, I knew that I wanted to become a sports photographer. It's, it's what I had started off. I always had a camera in my hand. There's photos of me with a camera in my hand back when I was nine or 10 years old. And there's pictures of me with a basketball or a football or hockey, something like that. I'm always photographing something or I was always photographing the neighbors playing on the street. So I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And everywhere I turned, I heard the comments like, Bobby, that's never going to happen. You're not going to make a living doing that. Show me other sports photographers that are girls. How are you even going to, what any guy photographer or what any guy sports athlete is ever going to listen to a, a woman photographer? I heard it over and over and over, right? And I kept hearing the part about you'll never be able to support yourself. Go get a real job and do it as a hobby. 
Even when applying to be the team photographers for collegiate and pro teams, the doubt was always defeating. The doubt was, you're never going to make it. We don't want to hire a woman. What do you know about the sport? Do you play the sport? You don't know what it's like to be at this high level. But guess what, friends? I did it. I not only became a sports photographer, but I covered collegiate and professional teams for years. I have numerous championship rings in my safe that are too big for me to wear, but I have them and I earn them. My photos told the story of the team and the growth and championship and sometimes the years that were not winning. It told the story of those athletes who woke up in the morning when they were 10 or 15 years old and were going to ice rinks at three o'clock. It told the stories of those parents in the stands when that, when their son first scored a goal and he skated over to them. That's the photos. That's the part of photography, right? And until I had a, a career ending <laughs> injury, a uh, back injury that it forced me to pivot because teams no longer would ensure me to be on the sidelines. And then that doubting voices would continue to echo as I switched gears into wedding and event photography because those that trusted me in the sports world started trusting me. Hey, we, we trust you. You're somebody that we know that we can confide in to photograph our special day. But I still had those doubts. Like how, would, how am I, what am I going to know about wedding, wedding photography? Because remember back then, as a, as a gay woman, I wasn't going to even be allowed to get married. So married hadn't even thought into me. Hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about it. Friends got married. I've been in some weddings, but it was never something that I deemed to do. But I thought, okay, can I tell stories the way that I love to tell stories behind the camera? Can I do that in the wedding and event world? And I did. Right? I did that. Well, 42 years later, I'm still here. Right? I'm still here, and I've had the privilege of capturing moments for weddings and events from coast to coast. And now as I step back from behind the camera and to move full-time into speaking and emceeing and hosting around tables and those things, I can still hear those words of doubt about my next chapter. But here's the thing, friends. I'm not stopping. I believe this is where I'm called to be, empowering creatives and individuals and leaders to build thriving businesses and fulfilling lives and to believe in themselves and embrace what makes them fabulous. So why do I share this? Just to show you that your vision is your vision. Don't let anyone else doubt or deter you from, from pursuing what you believe you're called to do. If I had listened to those doubters, I would never, I would have missed out on decades of a filling career as a sports photographer and the opportunity to cover even more special events for those clients, those teams, and the amazing people that I've met along the way. That still helped me now in my next career. Because they believe they saw my passion. They see and hear my passion for this next chapter. And you can do it too, friends. Believing in your vision with unwavering conviction and let that lead your way. As I try to do with each episode, I want to leave you with some expired action steps. One, I want you to write down your vision and why it is essential to you. Why it's important to you. What's that fire that just makes you want to get up every morning and work on that vision. And two, identify the main detractors. What are the doubts? Write down those doubts that you're facing. I want you to, and number one, I want you to tell me why it's so important and tell yourself when you read back why it's important. And number two, I want you to see what you're doubting. Who is doubting you? Are you one of those doubters? And step three, I want you to choose one of the practical tips and apply it weekly, right? I want you to choose one of those. Write down and say, okay, this week, this is important to me. 
And at the end of the week, I'm working on what's important to me. Then the second week, I'm going to work on getting rid of this doubt. I'm going to work on showing this doubt to go away, right? You're going to tell it. At the end of the week, I want you to sex how, clo how much closer you are to your vision and what mindset shifts have occurred. So as we wrap up this informative conversation, I want to remember and I want you to remember that your vision is your dream. And it's not just that fleeting thought. Friends, it is a calling. It's the universe asking you to step into your fabulousness, the doubters, the skeptics, even your own inner critic. That's just noise. Do your best to drown it out. Focus on your vision and move forward, being positive that you're going to make an impact and that you're here to make an impact. Take a deep breath once in a while and ask yourself, what's the one thing that you can do today to get closer to your vision? What's the one thing that you can do that your future self will say, welcome, I see the whole work that you did. What's one action that can ignite momentum, right? Don't just listen to this episode and carry on with life. You know, I want you to listen to these episodes and I want you to think and maybe do some of the work in them. Do something. I just want you to take some action, however small. I want you to take action that moves you closer to your vision confidently. And as a remember, if you're looking for a roadmap to guide you on your journey of transformation, please check out my audio mini course, Mindset and Confidence Empowerment, Unleash Momentum and Transform Your Creative Entrepreneur Journey. It's designed to equip you with tools and strategies of mindset shifts that will elevate your business and your life. The link will be in the show notes. And of course, you can always reach out on my website or DM me on Instagram. You can also find a link there. All right, friends, go out there and make your vision a reality. You know, I'm cheering you on. I am cheering, cheering, cheering you on. Remember that you have the power within you to shape your destiny. You owe it to yourself and the world to let your light shine. The world needs your gifts. The industry needs your gifts. The community needs who you are. You need to believe in yourself because you deserve to be the best version of yourself. Don't hold back. Unleash this momentum. Transform your journey. And above all, friends, believe in your vision. Embrace what makes you fabulous, even when others doubt you. Because you, my friend, are absolutely unstoppable. Peace and grace, friends. Peace and gratitude, friends. Till next time, thanks for being part of it. Thanks for letting me spend some time in, in space in your earbuds. Go out there. Continue to be fabulous, friends, because you are. Till next time.